Dave Hooker, off the hook sports on Thursday. Dave, I've done this since God invented dirt, and you came along just after that. So we've done this collectively a long, long time. Was Tennessee's class, is Tennessee's class good but not good enough, or it's good enough? Okay, uh, th- this is my angle here, and this is what I wrote on offthehooksports.com. I think it's good enough because I think we're entering a different era of college football where, especially in Tennessee's case with a rebuilding program, you've got to look at guys like uh, Cooper Mays and Keenan Pilly, um, John Campbell as guys that um, are somewhat a part of this class for now because you're having to spend some NIL money to get those guys to to come back. So I think that is a, a major factor. So I think it's good enough because you keep those guys. Now, eventually you've got things lined up where you don't have to pay a quarterback $8 million, and that gets everything upside down where your, your current players are like, hey, where's mine? And I think that's what blew up Texas A&M to some extent. So I think it's, I think it's good enough when you factor in the guys that are actually coming back. And um, as a matter of fact, I think it's it's really good considering that. Now, if if you and I want to go back to our our old school ways, the way we've done this, you know, before the the NIL started, you would look at it and you would say it's got some average to it. But considering the returnees uh, that they were able to get back, I think it's I think it's good enough, and I think it's good enough to make a, a serious run in, in 2024 um, based off what they've got coming back and based off what I think about uh, their quarterback situation. Dave Hooker, off the hook sports. Who's most likely in this class that just signed to be an early impact player? Maybe because of need, but which one or two? Well, um, there's a couple. I think that I think you would probably agree that running back is the position that's the easiest to step in, um, and that would be Peyton Lewis. I think he's going to be a very good running back, and as a freshman, I think you're able to step in and play there. And uh, I don't know what's going on with Jabari Small, but Jalen Rodis decided that he will go on the NFL, which I think was a wise move. So I would say him. Uh, first and foremost, that would be a guy. And then Boo Carter, which he's kind of been that. There's always one player, uh, Bill, that you know this, that a fan of a particular school would gravitate towards, and that's him because he flirted with um, Colorado so much. But actually, I was told by someone close to Boo, he went to Colorado to recruit for Tennessee. So Boo Carter, the cornerback out of uh, Cleveland, Tennessee, um, is – going to have every opportunity to start at strong safety i've been told so uh and i've been told by jacob warren and our vol report with jacob warren is is up right now interviewed him yesterday since he's current tight end who has a couple of weeks of eligibility left the two he said has stood out the most in these bowl practices was boo carter and then mike matthews their only five-star prospect depending on what recruiting service you use but uh, Jordan Ross, I know, is a five-star as well by some. But Mike Matthews is 
uh, has already shown Jacob Warren that um, he's a pretty standout player. So the two players that Warren specifically pointed out in the, these early practices were Boo Carter and Mike Matthews, and he's a receiver from uh, Georgia. Is Tennessee still alive in the Jordan Seaton sweepstakes? Gosh, I don't know. Um, I, I'll just be real <laughs> honest with you. It, it feels like there are two guys that did this, Julian Battle, which you probably remember. Yeah. Um, his parents hadn't signed off on it, and he signed with, I think, NC State. Is that right? In the morning? And then at 7 o'clock at night, suddenly Tennessee had a new uh, a new signee. The other one was Jansen Jackson, who couldn't make up his mind and waited till the next day. So, you know, I, I was talking to my guys, and they're like, I don't think he's coming to Tennessee. And I was like, I don't think he is either. But it's news until he signs. So the fact that he didn't sign yesterday makes me think that Tennessee's in it. I think that Mike Loxley has really targeted him, and Mike Loxley typically will get one guy that you're kind of surprised at Maryland you're like, why would, why would you go there? It's because he's really good when he, he sets his sights on one guy. He doesn't get a whole class, but he gets one guy. Uh, so I thought Maryland was making a strong run. Um, you know, Colorado is where he committed, but what does that mean anymore? So out of those three schools, if, if, I'm, if I'm a parent making a decision, not off location, but just off potential in football and the standing of the the academics, I think that combined Tennessee would, would be my choice, but, uh, and that that's with no favoritism whatsoever, but you never know with these young men. You know that better than I do. Dave Hooker off the hook sports. Okay, our word. There's a rumor that <laughs> Joe Milton will not quarterback the bowl game. Any substance at all to that? I thought it had legs before they started practice um, last week, and I wrote about it. And um, I don't know about not start. Um, I think I talked to you that it made a lot of sense for him not to play at all. He can only hurt himself. But um, I would not be surprised if in the third or fourth series, if you saw Nico run out there and there's some sort of way to get him in the game when the game is uh, still very much in question instead of just a mop-up duty. So, you know, I, I, I'll i be honest with you, I kind of started that because it made a lot of sense, and now it appears to be gaining legs. So um, I guess, you know, what is it? A blind squirrel finds uh, an acorn every once in a while. But it just made sense in all parties to go ahead and move on. But I can tell you he's at practice. So if he's at practice, you think he's going to play. Uh, he has been at practice since last Friday. So um, everything in practice looks the same, but that doesn't mean it's going to be the same in Orlando. What is Tennessee still pursuing in the transfer portal? Well, I mean, I think that they probably like to have – If it, I don't think he's out there, and I don't know that they're pursuing them, but probably a little bit more – bona fide of a tight end as opposed to the uh, Holden Stays kid out of, out of Connecticut. So, I mean, I think they'd like a little bit better one than that. I also think they wouldn't mind picking up a another uh, receiver or two. Um, but, you know, as, as of this point, um, I think they're going to kind of sit back and see what happens as far as 
um, who they might be able to uh, to pick up and and you know Seaton if he comes obviously that would be another offensive lineman so at this point I don't think that um, there's anybody that's just jumping off the radar that Tennessee wants. Evan Stewart, a phenomenal receiver at A&M, has jumped in very recently. Now, I've heard nothing there. I haven't really looked into it much. But that'd be one you'd want to chase if you could. Yeah, no doubt. You lost Alan Juice Wells to South Carolina. You lost a couple other players to Ole Miss in the way. Um, so, yeah, I mean, I think another receiver would be uh, would be a good fit. Yeah, I, we're kind of waiting on Brew McCoy's decision to some yeah. extent. Um, you know, McCoy's getting to be a little bit older, like some of these COVID guys are, and um, he may be ready to be done. But with the injury, it would seem like that he should come back for one more year. That would make sense. But guys make different decisions nowadays. So if they don't have Brew McCoy, I don't think they have a receiver that can dictate coverage from a secondary. I think he was. Uh, that that talented that teams would have to adjust to him so they don't have that so if they could get that they would but I don't think Tennessee is going to get willy-nilly on the money they spend I think we we saw in this past uh signing day that you know they they threw a lot of money around they threw money at Dante Thornton who ended the year on a better note before he got hurt but you know was he really worth it with 22 catches at Oregon and um you know, he was out there with a bidding war like Tyler Barron, the, the defensive end who went to Ole Miss that Tennessee had. So I think they're going to be careful with these guys that are just out to make a couple more bucks and they're going to go to the highest bidder. I think they want a better connection than that. Dave Hooker, Off the Hook Sports. This this Tennessee-Iowa game, I haven't spent a lot of time thinking about it. Iowa is very stout defensively, and they're equally as inept offensively. I'm not sure what we're about to go see. Um, if you want my honest opinion, I think if if Joe Milton runs out there and plays four quarters, I think you're going to see about uh, 21 to 17 um, <laughs> because Iowa's defense is very good. And I, I may prove to be wrong, and I will come on your show, Bill, and say I'm wrong, but I think Tennessee's better chance to win at this point having that Nico's had so many practices underneath his belt gained 20 pounds got bigger and stronger um, I think he's Tennessee's best opportunity to win against the Iowa and and moving forward on to the next season obviously Milton will be gone so uh, I think he could do some things that I was not used to seeing but I also I think that it's it's going to be some Joe Milton and unless we hear otherwise I find it very interesting that um, Joe Milton has not been made available to the media and practice has been completely closed. There was one day that was open yesterday before they went, or I'm sorry, last year before they went to the bowl site. And um, there's not been any practices open um, this year whatsoever in Knoxville. So, you know, all, all that factors into it. Um, the tea leaves tell me that Nico's going to play when the game's still in doubt, but I haven't heard anything firmly on that. Dave Hooker, Off the Hook Sports, covers Tennessee inside and out. You, you, Scott, in, didn't you start with a Knoxville Sentinel, or did you start on radio? I forget. 
Oh, yeah, I started with then uh, WNOX, which is the flagship station of the Ball Network, and went to the Sentinel in 2005. Okay. So you started in radio, and then you went to the Sentinel. And you've kind of, since then, you've basically done both. Yeah. I'm, I'm probably a radio guy deep down. I'm, I can remember driving home after covering the Tennessee practice and, and listening to your, uh, your fantastic voice. Uh, driving home back in the day. I used to love that show. And um, so I'm probably more of a radio guy at heart when it comes down to it, but I don't mind spinning the yarn on paper, too. Is Tennessee <laughs> – these questions. Are they going to do anything staff-wise? <laughs> I'm still waiting on the Willie Martinez thing. I mean, right. it, it feels like there's a move there. You know, he's the only coach that doesn't have a contract in, too the uh, following season. So he's not under contract. Uh, I think you saw how Tennessee's secondary uh, has played um, since our sidewalk came to Tennessee. And some of that certainly is um, talent and lack thereof. But I think he's, he's probably on the hot seat, and that, that's pretty fair. Wrigley Field Vaughn up in Chicago. Guys, the Iowa-Tennessee game with Milton at quarterback – will be a liquor on ice game. I oh yeah, that's an early day drinking game right there. <laughs> I mean that's that's shots at two PM. I mean Eastern time. I mean you're that's just go at it because it's going to be I mean it really could no no kidding. It could be sixteen to thirteen if it's Milton for all four quarters. No question. No question. I just my only problem with that tweet is why why ice? You don't need ice at that point. Get the ice out of there. Yeah, you don't even need mixers. You don't even need a <laughs> you don't even need a cup or a glass. <laughs> you just need the bottle. Oh my gosh. Dave Hooker always with us Thursdays talking balls. Hey, can they still order your book? There's a question. Abs- absolutely. If you go to offdogsports.com, there's a easy thing to click on, uh, Celebrate 98, and I'd be glad to get them out to you. Probably could get them to you by Christmas. We'll do our best to do that. We can autograph and personalize them. So, uh, yeah, I would I would love for, for people to do that. And, uh, by the way, uh, very Merry Christmas to you, Bill. Certainly great to be able to work with you again this year. Very appreciative uh, for that, for this 2024 year and um or 2023 i'm on my recruiting calendar um but um yeah um so merry christmas to you and all your listeners i've gotten a lot of great feedback from your listeners so it's been really awesome to be a part of the show you too man appreciate you very much all right buddy take care there he is mr dave hooker off the hook sports there you have it silent class good class for tennessee needed a quarterback because they will have two scholarship quarterbacks into 24 at the moment. Jake Merklinger out of Savannah, who is there and practicing. If Nico goes down, a kid who just played at Calvary Day High School in Savannah, good player now, might be the guy that has to go in. All right, we'll take a break. J.C. Sherbert coming up, hour three.
from thefixpro.com. Omni Nashville Hotel.